Today I'm joined by Alex. And today we're going to talk about a newer film, the 2021 horror film directed by Zack Snyder, Army of the Dead. And I was late to the party knowing this was going to be a fucking thing, bro. What do you mean? Like, how long did you know this was going to be coming out? Or did it kind of just randomly pop up on you too? Uh, when when was it recently released? Like, literally Friday. This, like this, three days ago. Three days ago. I knew about it because they were promoting it. I saw it on my Twitter feed for a couple, I would say maybe like a week ago. Uh, okay, so you this it's sprung up ago. on you randomly also. Yeah. Like, for as big of a movie as this, like, was, like, it looks like it cost a fuck ton of money to make. I mean... I probably yeah I would say so. I was like, like I was debating on it like did it, did it really look like they had a lot of money work put into it but it, it, it's just some part it did. Like do you remember when World War Z came out? Yeah, I like had heard about that in the news like years before it fucking actually we saw the movie. Oh really? Like because that was gonna be like a monster fucking film because the book was so well known. Gotcha. So this I don't know I feel like maybe I've heard about it and I just forgot that it was gonna be a thing, mm-hmm. or I thought it was gonna be more of a B movie type deal. But, I mean, this looks like a fucking blockbuster. Let's say the only reason I knew about it was because um, it was promoted on my Twitter feed, but it's because, like, um, I don't know why, but I think it's because well, Batista's in it, and he, since he's a, he's a wrestler, or, like, used to be a wrestler, they, I guess, like, they're, they promoted it off, of, like, their like WWE stuff. So they were promoting it, like, on their last show. Oh, so the WWE actually, like, fucking put out for it? They put it out for it because he's he's a wrestler for them. Yeah, yeah. And then I remember hearing about it how they had a match where they like they had like wrestlers on the outside, but they are like to be like zombies. They're dressed like zombies. They're dressed like zombies and acting like zombies, and everyone just hated them for it. Glorious. I've never watched it, but I was like, I heard it was really bad, and I'm like, I'm not surprised. I don't know why I always thought that Batista had left the WWE on bad terms. Maybe he didn't. I just don't know enough about wrestling. Uh, I don't know why he left. I think he just, like... Because I remember Batista... Batista is the main guy in this movie, by the way. Yeah, he's the main character. And, uh, yeah, like, I remember when he did Guardians of the Galaxy. He was Drax. What else was he in? He was... He was in another movie. Like, he that was, was some Indian dude, right? Yeah. Where they were, like, in a car chase or some shit. Yeah, and they were, like... I remember, like, that being, like, a big deal of a movie. And I've never heard anything after that movie. I haven't seen it I, either. I feel like it flopped. Because I remember they were making a big deal out about it. Like, like I think he was promoting. I think I think that's what he does, which is pretty smart of him. I think he goes back to wrestling to promote a movie, and then he like <laughs> leaves again. Because I think I'm pretty sure that that movie was gonna come out when he did his last match at WWE. <laughs> and I think the Indian guy was in the crowd, like, and they're kept panning to that guy, yeah. like like him cheering him on and everything. So I'm like, they're, I'm like, I'm sure he he knows what he's doing. Huh, that's crazy. But um other than that I've not I have no idea what else he was in. I don't know. Every time I think of Batista, bro, I always think back to when I was like in middle school, bro, watching wrestling. And he was part of like Evolution with like Triple H and Ric Flair and shit. That might even before you can remember. No, that's that's kind of like a little bit when I first started watching. Yeah, cuz he had long, he had the slick back at the time. Yeah, he was like the new guy. Mhm. He was just the muscle. He was just the big Yeah, the big the big uh muscle. That's wow. literally all he did. He didn't have any lines, really. <laughs> just, it was him, just, Randy Orton, Ric Flair, and Triple H. Yeah. 
Good old times. That's what I always think of when I see Batista still to this day, though. So it's fun to see, you know, he's kind of taking on more of a comedic aspect in most of his roles. Even on this one, he was pretty, it was a pretty serious role, I think. There wasn't really any comedy on it. Not in his part, but even in general, like, I don't remember the movie being like that. It was There wasn't really any moments where it was like, this is a funny movie. Like, it had me laughing, like, maybe twice, but that's about it. Well, the German dude was kind of comedic relief. That, that was, I guess, yeah. I don't but, know if he was German. I think he was German. I think he was German. I think he was supposed to play as German. Well, no. So, like, to summarize this movie, basically, it's like, it feels to me like a fucking ripoff of Train to Busan 2. Have you seen Train to Busan 1? No. It's a zombie Korean film mm. about uh, people on a train trying to get through a train compartment. But the second movie is literally people get paid money to go to Korea, which has been walled off because there was a zombie apocalypse. Uh-huh. And they're going to get money. So like a heist movie. It's a heist movie. Which is basically what this movie was. Yes. I before, After I finished watching it, um, I ended up going on youtube and i follow this youtube youtuber and he does movie reviews so i was like he, and he reviewed this movie like maybe like a day ago so I was like oh let me see like what he said about it and he basically said what i what i just thought right now where it's like it's a heist movie combined with the zombie movie so like so you're not getting just a zombie movie and you're not getting just a heist movie you're trying to like be creative and do both at the same time yes and then you got to think though how well did they execute them both though mm-hmm. like together or separate together like we're not gonna say specifically at that part we're just generalizing what it's about and what you'd compare it to mm-hmm. and yeah i think i got zombie land vibes hard as fuck more zombie land than because this is directed by Zack snyder who made the, the the dawn of the dead movie from 2004 when they're in the mall mm-hmm. which i forgot that he did that i forgot about the movie in general i haven't seen the movie in like forever to be honest. I saw it at the movies, and it's got one of my favorite jump scare moments of all time. And you wouldn't remember it, but I remember as a child, it made me literally stand up out of my chair. What was it? It's literally, I I couldn't even, like, describe it to you because it's such a minimal part of the movie that you wouldn't remember it. It's literally a lady walking up to, like, a glass door, and then a zombie's face just goes, on the glass door. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all it took. It, it took me out, bro. I mean, as a kid, you're... You know, you're more scared easily than as an adult. But yeah, I'm, I wasn't all rough and tough and handsome. I, like I'm I sure know. now, if you look at it, you're like, you're just gonna probably like laugh your ass off of it. Probably. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, 2004, bro, I'd been 12. 2004, I would have been eight. You probably would have jumped you then. It's all yeah, right. Yeah, it's okay. But uh, Zack Snyder movies in general, how do you like them? Um, I think the only one that I've seen, like that I remember seeing, is the Justice League one. You didn't see Watchmen? I never finished it. I've always wanted to watch it, but I've never finished it. How dare you, bro? Watchmen was a shit. Oh, I'm sure it's a good movie, because I've always been interested in watching it. I just never really ended up watching it. There was one time I watched the show that they came out with like on HBO like a couple years ago. I think that was just last year. Last year? Yeah, I watched like the first two or three episodes of it on an airplane. And I was like, it was really good. So I'm assuming that the movie would be just as good also. Yeah. Was, I liked it because I was a big fan of the graphic novel Watchmen. Mm. But uh, he made 300. Oh, he made 300? Yes. I okay, think that's what it. he was really known for. Okay, then I've seen I've seen 300. Sucker Punch. 
Man of Steel. No. Sucker Punch was fire, by the way. It was stupid as fuck, but it was fire. <laughs> it was very mem- it was I would actually compare this a lot to Sucker Punch. Is Sucker Punch like a ripoff of Iclo? No, Sucker Punch is uh <laughs> Sucker Punch is about a female getting sent to a mental institution, correct? Mm-hmm. And while she's there, it's all women's correctional facility. Uh-huh. And uh, where the guy, he uses it, the main guy who runs it uses it as like a brothel low-key. Uh-huh. So all the females there are just baddies. Mm-hmm. And uh, what they do is whenever they have to like dance to like entertain a gentleman, in their minds they escape like Matrix style to some fucking video game type scenario. Uh-huh. Like in one, the girl, she's always in a schoolgirl outfit. Like, little fucking baby skirt. And she's got, like, a katana and fucking big-ass fucking handgun. Mm-hmm. And she fights, like, Japanese skeletons. Uh, zombie fucking Nazis. And then the last level is, like, demons and a dragon. This sounds very interesting. That's what I'm saying. It's stupid, but I love it. No, like, it doesn't even sound stupid. It sounds pretty cool. It sounds cool, but it's just but like it, this. executed it stupidly. But it's executed very similarly to this, where it's like this big fucking, it looks amazing. But in terms of actual story, it kind of loses itself slightly. Doesn't It takes itself too serious? Yes. Gotcha. What else did it make? Uh, Man of Steel, all the fucking, uh, like you said, Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman. Gotcha. All the DC movies. Okay. Yeah, and I've only seen Justice League 300. And then all this. Yeah, yeah. So that's all I've seen from him. So, I mean, he's... Obviously, he's done some fucking bangers, bro. I'm, he's known pretty much, I guess. He has a very specific style. It's going to be dark. It's going to be kind of broody. You know, I saw um, on Twitter last night also... I don't know why it showed up, but I remember seeing a tweet about how he, that he brought that up. He made Justice League. And you know how... I think I think that movie flopped, right? The first Justice League? Uh, he did half of it, and it got picked up by the guy who made the first Avengers movie, Joss Whedon. And Joss Whedon, he did edits to it to brighten everything, and add more was, humor. Because wasn't there, like, a cut for it? And it's supposed to be longer? <sighs> well, no, that was Joss Whedon <clears throat> cut a lot of Zack Snyder shit. Oh, okay. Well, I remember reading it, and it was saying how his intention was to make a second one that's supposed to be, like, more darker and, like, how you were mentioning. So, I'm like, I can see how, like, maybe that's what the tone he goes for. Yeah. Because, like, now that you mentioned, like, 300 and then seeing that and then this movie, like, I can see why he's trying to go for a darker tone, but maybe not excluded correctly, maybe. Yeah, because, like, even if you think about Wonder Woman, you said he saw that, right? Mm-hmm. You know how it's kind of, the color tones are more gray, just, like, in 300. It's more, like, like a filthy gray type thing. More gritty, like a true yeah. crime fucking type deal. Yeah. So I think that's just his aesthetic. And it doesn't bother me. A lot of the slow-mo fight scenes, cool beans, I'm into it. I wish I saw this movie in good quality. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So Alex saw the movie on the laptop through binoculars. <laughs> I, I wish I still had access to that Netflix account. I don't know... Why it locked me out, I don't know where, but I don't have access to it anymore, so I had, I had to... Was it my Netflix account? Because I recently had to, like, reset my password because I went to a hotel and I accidentally left the account logged on, so I had to log out of all the devices. 
I don't remember. It might have been. It wouldn't shock me, bro, because apparently everybody passes around my fucking Netflix like a goddamn <laughs> joint. <laughs> I I probably I think if you gave it a Moy, then probably yeah. His, yeah yeah because Moy's on there. His I changed his little icon. It just says Mooch. It probably was his then. Because I, I remember I got on and I was like, I don't remember whose Netflix it was. And I was like, I have Netflix somehow, but I'm, like, I'm not complaining. <laughs> I wonder uh, if like he went over to your crib and he signed on to, hit, to it from your crib. Probably. And he probably got to keep it, which I don't care. But Yeah, probably then in that case. Because I'm like, I just remember like one day I just had it and I was like, I guess <laughs> I, I never used it though. That's the thing. So it's like. It's like this episode of, uh, you never seen that old TV show Friends, right? Yeah. Or you've seen Friends? Yeah. There's an episode, bro, where uh, Joey and Chandler on their fucking box TV, they were channel surfing, and they accidentally went to one of the Playboy channels, and they had it for free. And they were like, oh, God. <laughs> They're like, we have, play- you know, this is back in the day, you had yeah. to subscribe for some shit or pay for however it worked. Yeah. So they were like, oh, my God, we put it on this channel, and the porn is just free, and we don't know why. And so the whole episode is about them never taking the porn off their TV, and they never turned it off. So it was just constantly on porn because they were scared that the free porn was going to go away. Oh yeah, I've I've been to that before too. <laughs> the girls never came. <laughs> but no, so yeah, I think we summed up what the movie's about, right? Uh, there's yeah. a zombie. Uh, we learn there's a military bioweapon gets out in Nevada. It's uh, it turns into a, well, obviously a full zombie movie, but also turns into a heist movie also because of the premise of it. It's yeah, like going back into it. So Vegas goes under. Mm-hmm. Vegas goes under, and then gets quarantined. Gets quarantined, and it starts expanding, and then they ended up like quarantining the whole thing, the whole city out. Which is weird to me. Like, if you're gonna quarantine the whole city out with zombies, why would you still live like literally on the other side of that? Yeah, because you, you know how be, I saw the camps were there. You think they'd be a little bit further back? Yeah, you think you'd be like just in case for whatever reason, like because that's how uh, Chernobyl is, right? Mm-hmm. Or at least according to the movies, there's like five fucking checkpoints before you actually get to the city, right? Yeah, there's like a ten miles out, eight miles out, five miles out, like continuous checkpoints of like just in case it gets out right yeah because and it's like they have all the well i guess i don't i wasn't say refugees but they're not refugees it's just people i don't know that, what the fuck they were it's just people were they that people were just, that got out that got out they were just hanging out near in the like a camp base all right fuck it we're getting into spoilers because i want to talk about things and what i'm upset with and stuff all right <laughs> so if you haven't seen army of the dead go watch army of the dead it's on netflix do like Alex, borrow your boy's fucking password. Do whatever you got to do to see this movie. <laughs> All right, with that being said, though, let's go ahead and talk about Army of the Dead. Go for but it. But yeah, bro, I was confused as fuck. Go over the top. Because just one of the things you mentioned, bro, why were the people hanging out outside of the camp? They, were, they didn't have anywhere else to go. There was no money. There was no funding. A lot of shit's not explained, I don't feel. Yeah, because it's like... You go from like you see, oh well obviously in the beginning you see like them transporting the big giant zombie right, uh-huh. and then first off you don't even know where that zombie came from like why, why we're like what happened like where is it, why is there already mutant like person like being taken and where are they even going like are they going to Vegas they were going they're going to Vegas right maybe they were just driving through by. Vegas they were just gonna pass it because like my thing is like where does that even come from 
They didn't even explain anything like that. They were just trying to figure out what it is. Listen, that part doesn't bother me because it's, it's one word. Science. Totally. It's the whole thing Resident Evil's been doing for like 30 years, bro. Do we know why? No. But it's there. Well, it's like there's a lot of those where it's like, but why though? Is it like that, that's that's another point. Like to me, it's like, where did this guy come from? Like he just was there another zombie apocalypse before, or, or? you know what a bigger question for me is? Mm. So the initial zombie that you're talking about, he's the one with long hair in the fucking movie, right? The it's big, the same guy, the big buff dude, yeah. So on the Wikipedia page, the zombie's name was Zeus. Did you fucking pick that up anywhere in the movie? No. In the fucking wiki page, his name is Zeus. I had no idea. I don't even think he even said his. I'm, no one mentioned anything about like his name or anything. Exactly. They named the tiger, but not the fucking leader. Yeah. Which oh. was whatever. Yeah. But anyway, so at the beginning of the movie, Zeus fights like six army guys who have some type of rifle, ARs, yeah, or whatever, and yeah. they're shooting them fucking point blank, mm-hmm. point blank range, nothing. And at the very end of the movie, though, <laughs> the very end of the movie, he gets dome-pieced in the head by a handgun, and it blows half his fucking dome off. Or am I tripping? No, you're right. I was just laughing, because I remember about the part before that. <laughs> about the, the couple. Which part? The very, very beginning of why the, the, the thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I just remembered about that. I started laughing at it. So check it out. Check it out. <laughs> so when the movie started, right, there's some dude. The whole reason the zombie apocalypse <laughs> kicks off some guy's getting fucking topped off after getting married by his bride. And she's all like, are you going to make an honest woman out of me? And I like, you can just know what's going to happen. Yeah. Like that happened in Stephen King's Thinner. Mm-hmm. It's probably happened in a couple other movies I'm just drawing a blank on right now while, you know, a guy's distracted, runs into something he shouldn't have. And in this movie, of course, it was the fucking army truck with the goddamn zombie in it. Yeah. It was, and their it was car, funny to me. In the second there was impact, it wasn't just like a crash. Like the it car just exploded. exploded. Yeah. And uh, I told Denise at that moment, I was like, I'd be okay going out like that. I, th- You know what? I honestly thought the same thing. <laughs> where in the fact of, yeah, I wouldn't mind going like that. But I would. I kind of figured that you were going to say that when we talked about it. That you would be like, I wouldn't mind going out that way. Okay, okay. So, But then that <laughs> happened, right? Yeah. And then there's that montage of, like, once the zombie gets out and he looks at Vegas, there's a montage of, like, the virus spreading. A bunch of slow-mo scenarios where is the people intro. Yeah. are getting attacked by zombies, which is a, completely taken from Zombieland. Yeah, I was like, I, th- I thought it was pretty cool how they did the intro, like, to, like you know, how they do the introduction of, like, naming <coughs> all the characters and who's in it, all the art. Oh, yeah, we got everybody's backstory through it. That was kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, that was what I like, that, that, like, how it all happened, basically. I, I know it's a cheesy cheap way to kind of like speed up the process but at but least it, it's but something it, but, but it's it's pretty cool how they did it though yes and one of those slow motion moments though was a guy some older overweight dude getting attacked by like five showgirls completely naked yeah and, and they the, ate him like, in a jacuzzi yeah in a jacuzzi yeah and again i said i'd be okay going out like that <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's a couple ways to be like i'm okay going out this way that's fine that's fine but no um my issue with that part though right is did all the scenes not just feel like video game cutscenes? It did because it's like, because like they were doing outrageous things with big ass weapons. Yeah, just little like five second snippets of them doing these heroic feats. Yeah, because it was like the whole time I was watching like th- that part specifically, I was like, it reminds me so much of a video game that it's like I feel like they're trying to like 
play it as if like if it was a video game in a sense because like you have the snippets like how you said that they're all like doing like outrageous shit on it but it's like if you were to do that like in a video game you'd be like that's pretty cool so it's like i feel like they're playing off of that because like it also to me it was kind of a little weird how they where they would show their little snippet of their like their i guess part of the story and then they would just did you like they would do like a photo shoot do you remember yeah that? yeah that was that was uh kind of like a mugshot almost right yeah and i was i was like i'm like like, I don't I don't I didn't understand like that on that what it was correlating to. Yeah. I think that was purely just kind of like trying to it was just, just flashy. You're like, "Oh, here's this guy." I guess that makes sense cuz it's like, yeah, but the whole that whole intro like I feel like it was like a video game like scene or something. Yeah, and there was one character, there was a woman, right, who was like looked like she was kind of a leader of their group or whatever. Uh-huh. And she dies at the intro, right? Yeah. Or am I thinking of that wrong? I think there was... Wasn't that, was that not the implication that she was, like, the baddest of them all? I think so. i try to remember, though... Because she's the first one they show, before even Batista. Okay, because I was, I was trying to think... I remember there was two of them that died. There was one that was getting, like, in, like at the very end of it. And then there's one earlier before that, which was, like, with him and Batista... With her and Batista. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to remember which one, because there was two of them. So I was like... I don't know if they were both, like, leaders, or the one of them was the leader and the other one was just another team member that they ended up losing also. Do you remember? Unfortunately, right? It just doesn't matter. Cause it, it doesn't matter. In, huh? It doesn't matter. But it's just, like, I just... I, I know, like, I'm confused like you also, which is what I'm saying, is that, like, for us to even, like, waste extra bra- brain cells going, like, but wait, did this person do that or do that? Is, because it doesn't even... They don't really tell us. Which is something I noticed about this movie. They do, they do a lot. They They throw something at you. But it's like, it doesn't even matter. Which is like, I guess it's like, for a fun movie like this, <coughs> to watch, and just be like, oh, it's pretty cool. And you don't think too much about it, it's like, whatever. But if you like, start analyzing the movie and everything, like, this like, makes no sense at all. Well, yeah, unfortunately, that's what we yeah. have the job of doing right now, which sucks because, <laughs> go ahead and tell me, generally, did you like it or did you not like it? I have a mixed re- reaction to this movie. Like, it's fun to watch, and it's, it's there's some cool moments. But it's not like, a, oh my god, this movie's like amazing. You have to watch it. It's more of like, hey, you want to watch a movie? Oh, okay. I I know a pretty cool, cool movie that we can watch like just to waste some time. And like, okay, and it's like, it's kind of like that. Nothing like, oh, I like this movie's so great. We have to watch this movie. Like, if you haven't seen it, you know. This is the kind of movie, unfortunately, right? Where you put it on and you can kind of just take your phone out and play with it. And every now and then you look up and you're like, oh, it's tight. Yeah. And then you kind of just. And just, keep doing whatever. Yeah. It's like have something in the background. Yeah. Um, Which, it's not a bad thing, but, I mean, for what it's going for, I mean, if it doesn't take itself too serious, and I mean, they accomplish that. This really reminds me of the Suicide Squad. hmm In terms of, it looks cool, action is great. It's better than the Suicide Squad, because Suicide Squad was like a PG-13 movie. The fucking gore in this shit was incredible. There was some really, like, legit... Those are pretty cool scenes. You know, yeah. when people get shot, stuff blows off. Like, when they get shot in the dome, and just, you see the whole, actually, like, head explode off. Yes. Like, it was very, it was very, very cool in that sense. So, it did that right as a horror film, you know? Mm-hmm. Would you count this as a horror film, though? I would call it more action, but because there's so much blood and violence in it, it could mm-hmm. probably be... Con- considered... It'd be considered action horror, I bet. Gotcha. I mean, that makes sense. Because I'm like, I don't remember this movie, like... 
trying to be scary at all, to be honest. It's just more of just trying to be, like, action-packed. Yeah. I think, um, like, because what I, I... There's, like, a mountain, right, of, mm-hmm. like, zombie films. And even just this type of action-y zombie films. Now, I compare it to other films. Mm-hmm. Like, number one being A Zombie Land or A Train to Busan or... Hell, World War Z, which I didn't really care for personally. Uh-huh. So this is a genre in and of itself. Run and gun fucking zombie movies. Because there's like survival movies. There's like action zombie movies. Yeah, so even this little subgenre of a zombie film. It's a subgenre of zombie fucking movies. It's not even like... I've never thought about that. That they actually have categories. Well, I'm sure there's there really isn't but like if you think about it, just categories of zombie movies it's not just like oh it's just a zombie movie it's more like was oh, it a survival zombie movie is it an action zombie movie is it this type of zombie movie it's like i never thought about that yeah there there is so i mean this is even in its own like little subgenre i wouldn't consider it like Up the there. pinnacle of that yeah no but like uh he made dawn of the dead i think i preferred dawn of the dead to this mhm in terms of at least stylistically and story and everything. Action-wise? Action-wise, no. Because Dawn of the Dead was actually a okay. horror film. Yeah. But this... I don't know. Like, I don't want it to come off like I hated it. So but you it's feel just, the same way. Though. I definitely feel like <clears throat> I expected more, personally. You expected more because of those movies? Or, or you just didn't know what to expect? But you were, like, hoping for something. I was hoping for more. Gotcha. Like, visually, as a person who enjoys story, Uh I just feel like there was a lot of characters in this movie that were underdeveloped. Which, to me, I feel like this kind of goes back to what I was saying, how I feel like this is just a video game. Yeah, these were video game characters we were watching. Like, whenever somebody died, I wasn't like, no. You are just like, oh, he's dead. Except for uh, the little white dude, the safe cracker. I did kind of feel bad when he got it. He had to go. <laughs> but even uh but yeah, it's like at least for me, like it's just it's just more like a video game like storyline. It's like like the way it's portrayed out like, oh, we gotta go gather your old crew members, you gotta go do this, you gotta go in this, you gotta get oh you're at the base now, now now you gotta go find this. Like everything can just kinda set up like a, like it's an actual video game. Like there was objectives. Like objectives, like Throughout the whole movie, and then until the very end, it's like, you know, like, I mean, if you think about it, the the story was kind of cliche. It was very, like... Well, because there's a whole thing, is something that determines whether a movie, in terms of storytelling, right, is you want to make sure that every character has motivation. Mm-hmm. So, what was the uh, the Cholo guy's motivation? Just money. What was the pilot's motivation? Money. What was... You know what I'm saying? We can keep it going. Every character, like, why are they doing the shit they're doing? And all we got was... Money. Money. Yeah. Like, no, it's not really good enough, you know? It's not like, oh, I have to go in there because I need to find... You know, I need to find this person. I mean, one one of the characters did, but... Like, why do I need money? Like, oh, my mom has cancer, so I gotta do this to help her. Or just anything, you know what I'm saying? No type of... There's... I guess... You could say that some characters had a more better reason to get money. Some of them were just like, I want more money. Others are more like, well, I kind of need money for this. But it's like, that's about it. It's just your motive is just money. Which at that point, if you would offer that much amount of money, would you actually do it? 
Oh, fuck yeah, bro. For like a, but I, that was another thing I was thinking about, like comedically. Uh-huh. Every time they were recruiting somebody to do the job, they were like offering that person less and less money within like every time they fucking did it. Yeah. Like he went to. He five five million for the first girl, and then it just kept going down. Two like, million. Two million. Five hundred thousand. Two hundred fifty thousand. Yeah. You want twenty thousand? <laughs> like everybody just kept getting lowballed more and more. Well, I mean, I guess if you don't, if they don't know how much amount they're get, they're like, you're gonna get out of it. I guess you can get you can get more money out of it probably. What's the least amount of money you take to do a job like that? I'd say a mil. Mill, is it is it more like is it more like a situational thing where like I need money or is it more of like I don't need the money but you know I would go risk my life to do it if I had earned the money because I feel like that'd be different at least for me at least like if if I I needed the money like really really bad like I had no other option I'd be like for as much money as I can get but if you're like I don't need the money but I'm gonna get money out of it it'd probably be a higher amount. Oh, you would need more to, like, just do it for the fuck of it? Yeah. Uh, okay. Because I'm, like, at that point, I'm, like, more one, it's, I'm risking it because I have nothing else to lose. Other one's more of, like, what am I going to gain from it, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like Millie. A Millie is a safe bet. Like, you can, oh, yeah. you can change your life with that kind of money. Yeah. At that point, it's, like, no matter what. Anything less. I mean, you can still do something, but I think a million's like, a good a good starting point. Me and my girl were talking about the uh, the coyote character, uh-huh. the blonde uh, female. Yeah, and um, she had said that she doesn't really like believe her in that part. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like she's kind of playing this like tortured badass. But like something I even noticed was like the actress they had portraying her. She didn't do a bad job. I always say like I don't know anything about acting, mm-hmm. but just for my believability, right? I felt more like she just looked like a supermodel. Like a supermodel in ratty clothing with, like, her makeup a little messed up. You got a supermodel that's dressed like a Mad Max character. Yeah, like, yeah. I didn't necessarily believe, you know, like, oh, this is, this is fucking badass. It's been, like, sneaking people into the zombie quarantine zone. Yeah, it's more of like, oh, you just casually do this for nothing. Just for yeah. fun. For, just for the fun of it. Just, just to be there. There was some movie I saw here recently where, like, there was this character that got portrayed, and it was like, whoa, I believe that. Like, kind of like we talked about before with, like, um, in the Alien movies, like, Ripley. Uh-huh. You believe that's fucking, you know, a badass, like, fucking space marine, practically, by the end of the story. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's part of the character development in the, in the movie, I guess. Because that also plays a factor into it. Because if you just throw it to a character, like, this, this person does this, I'm like... Okay, cool. That's true. But if you see someone, like, I guess, pro- that's progressed their story, I guess, throughout the line, you start to kind of care more, like, you start to believe it more, I guess. Yeah. So we didn't actually get to see her do any, like, badass stuff either. Really. Yeah, you're just like, oh, she does this. I'm like... You see that guy right there? The huge dick. Yeah. And you're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, cool. Yeah, now we got to see him use it, though. <laughs> see it to believe it. There you go. I feel like I used a bad analogy. <laughs> Hey, you thought of it. The first thing you I like thought how of your you head. agreed with it, bro. I was like, that's the first thing that you thought of. All right, <laughs> moving on. Uh, <laughs> no more TikTok. <laughs> no. The Coyote character was fine. Uh, nah, dude, and um, that and the whole plot with the so okay, I didn't. I ran this back in the morning. You watched it again? Yes. Okay. 
And uh, from what I learned was, right, so as soon as they walk into the quarantine zone, there's just mountains of dead bodies. Because those are like the mindless Resident Evil zombies, correct? They're talking about shamblers. Yes, when they went into the quarantine zone. Okay. So technically, all the actual dumb zombies are dead. And the only ones left are the smart ones. I Did they... No, didn't they say that they have the regular zombies, but there's more smart ones? No, no, no. I think all of the dumb ones died. That's why do, there's Do keep in mind that since I was watching a bad quality, it sounds a little off, too. Yeah. So, so I might have missed maybe some some details. So I'm just guessing, like, because okay. I don't understand. Because <laughs> I thought they were like, oh, you know, when the coyote took him in and everything, and she was talking about, like, oh, you, I know more about this stuff because I've been through and all that she's like yeah there's smart ones that you have to do like an offering to to like i i guess get past them or then that's what she was saying is the people in there aren't what you think they are because remember technically they never attacked them the entire time until you know the they later trade them yeah because that's what i'm saying i they're i don't know because it's like i don't think they're all smart though like smart zombies not smart but they could be controlled because there were the mindless ones. Remember, she said they were all dead, though, because they just stood outside the wall. And they all just burned to death or whatever in the sun. Oh, okay. I see what you mean now. Oh, that makes sense, because the smarter ones were the ones inside the building, like, later down. Yeah, because remember, they never really get attacked until they start fucking with them on accident. Okay, I see what you mean now. Okay. Then that makes more sense, because I was like... So I... that was a t- different twist, is that there weren't actual zombies. They were they just... pretty much mutants. Yeah, like, they weren't, like, deadbeat zombies like any other zombie movies. Where it's like, oh, there's just a zombie just coming out of nowhere, just kill me. It's more of like, they they will attack you, but they won't like necessarily do anything to you unless you don't mess with them. Yeah. And then there was the whole story where the whole reason they go in is because there's a Japanese millionaire who's like, yo, I got millions left in the city, so I need you to go grab it and bring it back, and you can have a cut. Which is when then it goes into a heist movie. Yes. And I remember thinking, like, okay, this is pretty straightforward. Something's going to go wrong. It's going to be harder to get out than they think. And my girl looks at me, and she goes, doesn't that seem kind of fishy to you? (laughs) And I'm like, no, no, no. That'd be stupid for them to do, like, one of those corny-ass twists. And they did that corny-ass. And they did that corny-ass twist. I was like, well, there was was two super obvious characters that you know were going to die. At least for me. Which is the henchman that they that the Japanese billionaire sent? Uh huh. It was super obvious that he was gonna do the twist and like, you know, betray them and then die. But then also the the first guy, the 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 cop guy, the offered. Yeah. Like those were like super obvious. Like okay, I know what's gonna happen to those guys. The other guys were kind of like playing it out and seeing like what was gonna happen. Listen. I gave this movie so much credit. This might be why I'm so annoyed by the movie because they literally go. Right off of the bat, somebody talks to Batista and goes, you see that guy over there? I think he might betray us. Like, and nah. what happens? And what happens, bro? He betrays us. He betrays us. <laughs> like, bro, there's literally, there might, as well be, there might as well be little arrows all around the guy saying, like, I'm bad you, guy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's, but it's like, that's, that's every, like, person or movie characters was like, nah. It's not gonna happen. Or they play stupid dead and like dumb and then don't like have like, what are you talking about? What you mean? We can totally trust this guy. Yeah, like it's the opposite of Game of Thrones, where Game of Thrones supposedly, they, those guys said they always wanted to subvert your expectations, which means they'd lead you in one direction 
and then drop it all on your head. But like with clues, you didn't notice. Mm-hmm. But this one's more like it was completely fucking obvious. Yeah, it was like super obvious. And I like how that one chick was like straight. The only one calling him off on like on him, like Mexican chick. Yeah, she was the only one calling him on the bullshit. You know who that was? No, no that was the nun from Nacho Libre. Are you serious? It's Sister Encarnacion. Are you serious? Encarnacion. Great move, by the way. Fucking legendary. I did not know that. My girl called it out, like, right away. As soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, fuck yeah. She's background. Batty. <laughs> nah, but yeah. She, she was the only one calling one out. On she her. was the only one that had any type of, like, development, like, revolving around Batista, right? Yeah. And then it's like... She was obviously the first one that got nitpicked because cause of him. Because he just slowly started, like, you know, messing with them up. Yeah. And it's like... When that happened, I was like, how do you guys not realize that right away off the, off the bat? Like, didn't even explain, like... Like, he didn't even try explaining anything or, or anything. Like, they didn't even question him about it or at all or anything either. It's like... I feel like at this point, they were just super oblivious to it. Because, like, how do you... Like, cause you know how in the scene where they're like, like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna leave a trail for you, you know, just follow me so that way we don't wake up the zombies, cause you know they're in the building. That's when like, you yeah, know. and it's like, how do you? And then at that point, she was like, don't, don't, don't I, I'm watching you, cause you know you're gonna double cross. This. And, and that's then, when he's like, take this bitch. Yeah, and, and then he like he throws the the glow stick to a different direction, and then like, how do you? How do you guys not notice that she's not there no more? And second, like, she's all shooting zombies and everything by herself and, like, nothing. Bro, that was one of the first times in the movie. Because up until that point, I was like, all right, I'm invested. And then she has her, what would you even call that, bro? She was, like, fucking uh, River Tam and Serenity or Firefly, bro. Like, I, I don't think you've seen that movie. But it's this one chick who fights, like, a thousand fucking Reavers. But in this scene, this Mexican, this little chola, bro, with a bandana... <laughs> Fights like ninety zombies in the pitch black with, with a, knife just a knife, yeah, just and a, a one handgun, and that she never reloads, and never reloads because obviously it's an action movie. Never reload an action movie. Fights her way through this Silent Hill style fucking black hallway, and you're like, oh, maybe she's dead. And at every turn, she almost dies, but she gets out of it. But at the last possible second, she actually catches up to the fucking group, mm-hmm. and she's like thirty feet away from them, right? Yeah. And mind you, she's already killed like fifty zombies at this point. But now there's like 30 around her and everybody's like, gotta leave her. Gotta go. It's like, like, how like annoying was that? Uh, that's, that's what I'm like, kind of like, how do I word this? Cause it's like, I get it in movies. You can't have them be like super smart. Cause not everyone's going to like, if it was super obvious and like what to do it, this would be done like so much faster and the movie would be so much shorter. But so it's like you obviously have to have your characters that are dumb. Like when like horror movies like oh the, the girl falls, she doesn't try to get up and run away, she just stays on the ground and he dies, stuff like that. So I, I get you have to have that, but it's like it's super annoying. Because it's like in that situation She if she would have lived, she would have ratted him out and that'd been the end of it. That would have been the end of it. They would probably kill the guy already and then I think everything else would go to how it should go. But it's, but it's like how you said, she's only like thirty feet away or so from them. Because I mean, before that, not even, bro. It looked like it might was have even like closer. Fifteen feet. And even before that, like, you know how in the scene where she she fights her way out of the zombies, she finds a doorway where she sees the guy, like to get out, but the guy barricades the door to not to not let her, and he sees 
obviously sees that it's him. And then she later on, you don't see her, and then she just busts through a window, like, and then she's like, oh, hey, what's up? It's like, and she's on those ground fighting more zombies. Like, how even at that point when she's fighting the zombie, she could, she could have, like, ratted him out saying he did, like, like you know, tell them about it. I she didn't even under, do anything either. I kind of understand it because I, this is once again us thinking too hard about the fucking movie. Well, we but in my head, I rationalized it, like, okay, like we just said, she just killed 90 zombies. She jumped through a fucking window. She's gassed the fuck out. Could you imagine trying to still fight zombies and go, oh, hey, by the way, that guy right there, he did this, and now you got to kill him. Like, her mind is probably elsewhere. But at that point, we're still going into this movie more. Exactly, but But still. But it's like, at that point, I mean, you kind of expect to go into doing that. I feel like they ruined a golden opportunity, bro. If that chick had survived, how badass of a character would she have been just from that one moment? She would have probably been like the... You know how you said in the beginning that the leader died? She probably would end up being like the new leader. Right. Which, I mean, she could have been like... uh, You've seen Resident Evil, right? Yeah. Michelle Rodriguez. Was Mm -hmm. that not what she was? Yeah, that's basically what it was. She killed a bunch of zombies. She got bit right off the bat, but she was fucking... She lasted all the way to the end. Mm -hmm. And that could have been just another bit like another way of doing that as a golden opportunity basically to do that and you're like no we're just gonna kill her and like you said 30 feet away didn't even try to like stop them they were just staring at her just fighting zombies and then like the last second she they're like we gotta go we gotta go and then the dude is like she like not even like they're pointing their guns at him but not even shooting at him which i get because it's like if, if you shoot her maybe you, you kill her but at the same time it's like you could at least shoot help her out Right, bro. Like, she had the most badass scene I feel in the movie, unless I'm thinking of missing something else in my no, head. That, that was, that was like, it. was that not, like, the coolest fucking part? And she was the coolest character at that moment. Killed her. And nothing. then just, like, nothing. Threw it away. Yeah. And it's like... And once that happened in my head, I'm like, okay, none of these people fucking matter. Because yeah. even, like, when Batista's fucking woman, what happens to her, bro? They're on an elevator. They decide they're going to start a relationship, correct? Was that it? Yeah. Remember, she was like she professes her love to Batista. Oh, you're talking about that. The you're talking about that chick. I thought you were talking about Encarnacion, like, bro. I thought you were talking about like the actual like his actual wife in the movie. No, no, no. I'm oh, talking okay. about sister Encarnacion. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it's like that. It's like, hey, you know, you do that. Next thing you know, a zombie comes out of the thing and just snaps her neck, twists her fucking head around, bro. Yeah, and it's like, oh, this movie really doesn't give a shit about. Anybody. Any 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 development or any plot or nothing. None of it matters. <laughs> I, I mean, that was pretty funny though. I ain't gonna lie. It was, but once like I think, but in my head, like I said, once the the Mexican chick died there after that big ass fucking scene, all that time we spent with her fighting in the dark, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, nobody matters. No, it's like this. This could have been a clear movie, but they dropped the ball on it. Yeah, and um. What about the uh, the safe cracker dude? I liked him. Was it Dieter? Yeah, yeah. Um, <coughs> well, the thing though is like with, like how you just said how this movie doesn't really like develop characters. So I like to me it's like I couldn't really be like oh he's he's, he's a pretty cool like cool character. They were just more like they're just there to me. Mm-hmm. But I mean he he was there for what he had to be there I guess for the movie like the comic relief and like. You know, he's like, he doesn't fight zombies. He doesn't do anything, but he's the smart guy. I liked his energy with uh, the black dude. Like, they, they kind the of bounced off each other really yeah. well. Like, they kind of made me kind of, like, care about them slightly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, even, even then, like, you know, and he has that moment even where he, uh, 
where he dies, right? Where he pushes him in the damn safe. Yeah. He puts him, he, like, he he pushes him in the safe and then he just closes the safe. He gets bitten as it's closed, right? Yeah, and because he sacrifices himself for him. And their development was cool because there was a lot of banter in between, like, when Dieter kills his first zombie. Uh-huh. When, um... He's working on the, on the uh, opening the safe, and they're going through the traps together. Like yeah. that was cool. That's cool development. See, like that's what I say. Like, like this movie had like, if you would have stuck with this a little bit longer, it would have been a lot more better. But it had something good. They had a golden ticket, and they, and they lost it. Yeah. Because like with that, you could have developed that more with the other chick. You could have developed that more, and you could you could have had some pretty cool like badass characters, like or pretty mm-hmm. cool like storyline, but. Like, I just tuned out on a lot of the stuff that wasn't action stuff, like uh, the camp with the daughter and the uh, the Mexican dude, like, before that. Like, I mean, yeah, it's, you know, conflict, but it's not all that interesting. It's not. And honestly, that's also another big gripe I had with that movie, which is what you were saying earlier, how you were talking about how, like, how you mentioned that that's one of the scenes that you, that you didn't understand or you didn't like about, like, the campsite. It's like, with me, it's like, I get, like... She, like the one, the Mexican chick, like her, Petita's daughter, was helping that one other lady, cause, like because she needed money, I guess. I don't even remember what her motive was to go into, to with the coyote. Right. But, I thought I missed something. Why I'm the like, fuck did she go in? I don't remember a scene of why she. I think she said she wanted to get money to like a better life for her kids, but other than that, I don't remember her motive at all. And it to me, like that whole motive of so like, of her like needing to go find that woman was kind of like. Yeah, like it seems stupid because we don't understand it. Yeah, it seems stupid to me because, and I mean, in the end, like her going over kind of screws it, the whole mission up because then the daughter is like, Batista's uh, daughter ends up going trying to find her by herself, and it's like just kind of ruins everything for everybody else. But it's like there was really no logical reason for that to happen. But like I said, for purpose, movie wise, like story wise, it had to be there for that reason. But logically, it's like. You could have just done that without it. Mm-hmm. Like you could have just ignored all that. You could have not put it in. And same thing, you could have not put that in. You would have had a golden ticket for another a, a good thing, because you wouldn't focus on that. You'd focus on something else. But since you added that, you dropped the ball again. Because like, there was no need for it. There's like, there's things in that movie where it's like, you could have gone more into, it, and there's things you could have taken out of the movie that you didn't need in that movie. Definitely. Because like, majority of the movie, you're like. You could have, you could have not did this. You could have, like I else. said, I feel like everything in between the action scenes was just kind of meh. Exactly, like those scenes where it's like you could have done without this, did something else. Or like the, like I said, that um, the Japanese guy's bodyguard, the main bad dude. Yeah. His whole motivation seemed like it was he was there not only to betray the group. Have yeah. we even said that that he betrays the group we with uh, that. Lily? Yeah. So low key, the plot twist. We talked about the Japanese dude having, like, ulterior motives. But his ulterior motives were to swipe. He said he needed a sample, right? So he can recreate the virus or whatever. Yeah, which is why the, 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 the I don't even remember his name. I don't remember any of his characters' names, to be honest. That's how much I cared about them. Exactly. But it's, like, the main bad guy. That's why he took the head of, like, one of the zombies. Like, I guess the queen zombie? I don't even the know. The queen zombie. That's what her name was in the Wikipedia. <laughs> Great description. Nailed it on the park. And like that's just he he like he didn't they didn't care about the money. It was more of like they just wanted a sample so they recreate it because apparently that would make them more money, I guess. Because then they can sell it. They can create an army of zombies and sell them. Gotcha. And yeah, and then so that happened. 
And it's like, I I don't know, like, why would you want to risk your, that for your henchmen? Or like, why would, as a henchman, why would you risk your life just to get a sample of a zombie? Like, right. doing all that when you could just probably gone in, shot a zombie, take a sample and just walk out. I don't know. It like, <laughs> like it doesn't like it's like how you said. The more you think about this movie, the less is that like, it makes sense to you. But the more like, you think about it, the less you enjoy it because yeah, like you just, like you said, it's a mindless film. You just kind of want to watch it just for the sake of watching it. Yeah, like you just have your brain turned off and just like watch it and you're just like, oh, that's pretty cool. We start thinking about it. It's like this movie makes no fucking sense, and and it's actually low key frustrating. Yeah, like right now it's kind of getting like a little frustrated. Like like why is this like this? This yeah. would have been a great movie if you did not do this, do that, and stuff like that. That's how to nitpick on this movie. Exactly. But, I mean, that's one of them things people would probably say, well, like, let me see you guys write a better movie. And it's like, we didn't try. We didn't try. <laughs> and I'm sure if we did. But, I mean. I'm not saying it would have been anything better. That's why it's tough to, like. It would be more logical. It's tough to completely give Zack Snyder a hard time because he did do an original zombie film that was, you know punch for punch you know one of the top zombie films i feel in the dawn of the dead movie Mm -hmm. so i don't know this just felt very like it was meant to be really commercial i guess which i mean it clearly is yeah because it's probably been seen by a fuck ton of people i mean yeah i mean i think for them it's like i don't care as long as people watch it and i make money out of it it doesn't matter to me which i mean i guess at that point makes sense yeah so what are we've talked a lot about bad stuff? What stuff you liked about it? Um, <laughs> I think we mentioned like the two things, the, like the, the effects, the, and, the uh, action, and the effects. Um, just really nothing going on for this movie, to be honest, dude. I don't know. It's like, like, like I said, it's a fun movie to watch because there's some pretty cool scenes, like the video, like it's like a video game. It's like watching cutscenes just nonstop. Yeah, it's like watching a, like a cutscene for a video game that that it's not playable, but there's action in that cutscene. It's like watching that, and the, and the action is pretty cool. The story as it sucks, but you know whatever, no one cares about the, <laughs> yeah, people yeah. care about the gameplay, not the That's story. That's fair to say, bro. So it's like it's like that. And other than that, it's like that's basically what it is to me. Like it's just like a video game. That's just bad story, but the gameplay is really cool. Fun fact about this movie, right? There was originally supposed to be a famous comedian in the motherfucker, a guy named uh, Chris D'Elia. You ever heard that name? Sounds familiar. He's a uh, got a pretty big podcast. What was his part in it? Or what was supposed he to was be- going to be the pilot? Oh, instead of the, the chick. Yeah, but he got uh, caught up in all those, like, um, texting underage chicks, like, thing. The whole Me Too shit. Uh-huh. I've I've seen that. That's been coming up a lot for a lot of people. So he got... He had already filmed the movie, though. They oh, he, already, he was it. already in it? In so Zack Snyder oh, wow. had to fucking CGI his ass out. And digitally alter and insert the fucking chick. And if you watch it, you can tell. Like, if you're running back and look... Just I mean, I probably watch it in better quality. That's what I'm saying. But if you see the pilot, there's a lot of scenes of like where she's just in the background, just, and you can tell the light is slightly just by the fucking tiniest fragment of light. You could tell like when you're really looking at her, you're like, oh, you're not there. So it's, they didn't even bother re- like reshooting it. I think they probably did her alone scenes. I bet you, like when she's like um, in the helicopter. Uh-huh. You know she's not with the group. Yeah. 
So clearly those are easy probably to shoot differently. I guess that makes it because it's just a, like just a one-off like with, with just her. But like the group shots when they're like in the hangar talking to the Japanese guy or planning and shit and you mm-hmm. see her like in the background, you can definitely, there's some weird shit. It looks, it looks clearly doctored. I need to see this. I guess, I guess to watch it better to like notice it. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, like I said, I watched it in bad quality and it wasn't like, some stuff wasn't clear and some of the dialogue wasn't clear to me. But like I can make the majority of the movie. But I didn't even know that. I guess it makes sense why there's really not much of her, of of the pilot in the in the movie. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm wondering now how much they would have been different. If that dude had been in it? If the dude had been in it and they didn't, like, reshoot a lot of the stuff. Or, I guess, edit over it. Yeah. Because I feel like maybe they... Well, if, it was, if she was just in the background a lot, then she probably didn't even have a big part in it then anyways. Probably not. I'm assuming, though, he would have had more of a comedic relief part. Because the fucking dude was a comedian. I guess, yeah. But, like, even even that character, like, the pilot wasn't even a comedic character either. Well, she had one line in the movie, was uh, when the guy's, like, limit, easy peasy Japanesey, and the German kid's like... You can't say that no more. And then she goes, well, I mean, he's Japanese, so he could probably say it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, being honest, I think there's only two scenes in this movie that made me laugh. The head snapping, and... What was the other? I don't remember the other part. What was it? I think you didn't laugh any time the uh, the lock safe the safe guy fucking screamed. No, it, it it wasn't funny to me. There was another scene that was pretty funny to me that made me laugh, but I can't even think of. I can't even remember what it is. I I feel like the, now that I think about it, like I know the plot of the movie, but I don't remember I don't remember anything specific about this movie, like any, anything memorable about it. You know what I was trying to think of. Oh. Like a favorite gore scene or a favorite kill scene, and outside of the tiger, the tiger one just came to my head right now. That was pretty savage. When the that's tiger, what it was. The, when tiger, the tiger ate the guy. The ti- that tiger scene that made me laugh because it reminded me of the Hulk in the in the and the Loki scene. Oh, when he smashed him. When he like he, he's throwing them back and forth. That's what it reminded me of, and it made me laugh because I'm like I I feel like I had some resemb- like there was some resemblance of that in the tiger scene when the, when he, the tiger was throwing the the guy around. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's for me. I remember it. it was only those only those two scenes that made me laugh. Other than that, I didn't really find much comedian in the movie. Yeah, like that was something else I wanted to go back to. Like we talked about the effects being well done and the violence being cool, but like racing back, racing through the movie in my head, right? Nothing uh-huh. stands out to me. Like outside of the tiger kill when the tiger bites the dude's head and like blood and it's squirts. like it's all, yeah. It's like there was so much over-the-top shit that happened that it all kind of just melted together and like as i'm watching it i'm like oh it's dope or yeah it's cool but nothing does stands stands out out. yeah it's all just one continuous like one of my one of the scenes that does stand out to me just in terms of corniness and like video game cutscenes is when uh batista's in the casino and they're escaping Uh uh-huh and he's running on the tables with his rifle fucking dome piece in. Like, he's literally just spraying, praying, but every single shot's headshot, 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 as he's jumping tables and shit. I noticed that every shot that these guys took was just straight up just headshot. Even the guy that's never held a gun before shot a, a gun, nothing, straight up headshot. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like, what the hell? And once again, we can't take this shit too seriously, but it's just like, <laughs> you notice it, you know? It's like it's it's like I don't even know if it's nitpicks or it's like or what it is at this point anymore. It's like 
this movie's like something different. Like, it's, it's I think it's like it's its own thing where it's like it's not memorable. It's it's cool to watch. The story doesn't matter, and it's like, but where does it stand though? Is it a good movie or is it a bad movie? You know. I think it's literally gonna be. I don't know. Like, is it weird that I feel bad saying I think it's a bad movie? That, that's what I'm talking about because it's like, like I want to say I'm not gonna lie. I didn't like it. Now the more we've talked about it, dude, I clearly just don't like it. <laughs> As I'm saying, like, it's it's not a bad movie. Can it be a bad movie that looks good? What if it's it's so bad it's good? I don't think it's even that. Because <laughs> it's like, like I said, the action, the then you know the video game feel is like it's pretty cool. Like that's I'll give them that. But like the story wise, it's so cliche, and you, you already know it's gonna happen from the beginning to the, to it's the end. It's a very predictable story. Yeah, it's very predictable. And then, I mean, what do you think of the ending? I've I was a little confused, you know, because I was confused on why the the I'm gonna just say the black guy because I don't I don't remember his name. Well, okay, so check it out. So Batista gets bit at the end of the movie, right? Yeah, that, and was, he like, turns, that, was, a, that was a given. And he turns in about. Like ten minutes, five minutes, five, five ten minutes, and so then we find out this black dude got bitten, and then he hikes across the desert. No, he was he was the guy that got pushed in the safe. I know, but when he gets out after the nuke has fallen, he Which, doesn't die from radiation poisoning somehow. I, I, I guess you can say because he was in the safe. But my thing is, how do you get out of the safe? He just pops the fucking door open, right? I don't know because it's like it doesn't show anything. All you know is this dude just get come up, like he just got out of the vault. He's like no one's around anymore, and so he's like he has the bags of money and just like leaves and hikes up. I think to his old house maybe or some random house. Finds the car, the keys are on the roof of the car for some reason. Uh huh. Drives around, goes to the airplane place. I don't an airport. I don't a private airport. I don't know. Buys basically buys out the the, the lady. At he the, buys an airplane. Yeah, and then he just gets on the airplane, just like like nothing. And then he starts acting weird. He goes to the bathroom, he sees he has the thing. He's like, "Well, fuck." Yeah, I thought clearly that took longer than five or ten minutes. It was more like. 10. Do you think it's implied he got bitten by like the main? No, I, but Batista got bit by the main one too, right? And it turned him fast. No, because fuck. I think I think. There was a scene where you could see him clearly get bit. I just don't remember because, like I said, this movie's not. There's no memorable scenes in well, this movie. But I because there was a time where <coughs> in that scene where he like tries to like he throws off his gear, his guns and everything, tries to like fight the the main zombie like to a fist fight. Which I don't know why we want to fist fight a zombie, but you know whatever. Like I want to make the excuse and say like, oh, he was bit by the the main zombie, so it's different. But Batista got bit by the main zombie, and it wasn't different. Well, I I'm referring to like him actually getting bit but i don't so i don't know if he actually got bit by the main guy or not but in terms of him turning like how i took took so long to turn that i don't know because but he's just turned in like five minutes that dude had to be in the in the in the vault for a while for the nuclear radiation to go away and all that so that that had to take like had to have been like half a day at least or, or probably even more because i don't probably. think it, i don't think it, it would go away that fast i think he would die if he was in the vault longer than like a day I don't remember how much you could survive without food. I know water's a week, but food's like three weeks or something, something like that. But so it had it had to be less than that for being logical. For not being logical, who who knows? But it's like 
I don't think he, that was on one day either. Like, cause this dude, he, this dude drove to Utah. Yeah. And then like, for, and then I I know it's like a couple hours away, so it had to be hours also. Yeah. So this dude just went like hours without turning until the moment he got on an airplane when he turned. Jesus, I got bit in like five minutes. He's like, all right, I'm a zombie now. Yeah. So it's like, back again, nitpicking on this movie. You know, I I was hoping for, it would have been cool, and I think it would have left a better taste in my mouth if after he discovers he's been bit, like what if like the last scene was like the airplane from the outside and the door just pops open and you just see him fall out? See him fall and just turn into a zombie? Like if he did some type of honorable death, you know? Oh, I see. Like he opens it and it just like you just see him fall out of the plane. Okay, I see what you mean now. But instead, I think it's implied that he was like, "Well, I'm a zombie." Yeah, because it's like my thing was like, "Oh, maybe he's gonna try to find something in the bathroom to kill himself or something like that," you know. But no, the way it ends to me implies that he was like, "Well, this happened." He locked himself in the bathroom and then he turns to a zombie. I don't even know if he locked himself in there. Which I feel like it's just it's just a sequel bait. Yeah, probably set up a sequel. Yeah, to be like, or something like that. Because it's like, same thing with the beginning. Like, where does that zombie come from? Now it's like, oh, where's this zombie going to go? Just, well, the first one, man, I chalked that up to, like I said, just the government doing science shit. Just science. And I guess that's true because they were doing military transport. Bioweapons, sir. Resident Evil's conditioned us to know this stuff. Because <laughs> I remember in the, in the yeah, because in the scene, that opening scene, like, even the guys in the driving it, they were like, what? I wonder what's in there. Like, what do you think's in there? And they were just saying, like, the most randomest shit ever. Did you pick up on the social commentary uh, Zack Snyder tried to do with the uh, temperature guns? Yeah, I like, saw... Like, what it. are we going to do? This crazy country where now they're just taking everybody's fucking temperature temperatures? Yeah, I, I saw that too, and I was like, I see what you're doing. Yeah. That's the one time he did that, I think. Yeah, because I remember on the new, the new cast, the, the newscast, we're, we're saying that too. And it was like, I, I see what you're doing. Trying to tell everyone here the same thing that's going on right now. Mm. I see what you. But other than that, dude, I'm like, this movie is just like, it's just a mess. Yeah. Like, fuck it. What do you rate it, man? Uh, one to six inches. Where are we going? <laughs> it's like, that's, that's where I'm stuck. <laughs> whereas I'm like, it's not, it's not a good movie, but it's not like. You want me to go? Yeah, I got the number. All right. I'm going two. You're going two? I'm going two because the effects were dope, but I dislike the story enough that I won't even give it, like, a passable. You know what? I think I'm going to go, like, two and a half. That's fair. Because it's like, like I said, it's not it's not such a bad movie. There's been a lot more worse movies out there, but it's nowhere near being, like, a really good movie. But it's, like, a fun movie to watch where you're, like, just... I don't know, you have a couple beers or, like, you're a little tipsy or drunk or whatever. And, like, hey, this is what a good movie is. Like, I can see you doing that. I'd be like, this is, like, a great time because it's fun. But it's, yeah. like, other than that, it's, like, you're, you're not going to remember it. I, like, there's nothing memorable about it. And also, could you argue that Zack Snyder should be held to a higher standard for his movies? <laughs> Given that, you know, he made 300. He made Watchmen. He made... I... Or do you think those movies are, like, a pass for, like, why he made this? Like, because I guess, because those movies aren't exactly deep fucking philosophical films. No, it's, I feel like, it's more of having a name that, 
that allows them to make this kind of stuff. Like think of like Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Like, do you Booty. know what? Do you know? <laughs> you done? Yeah. Okay. That was fast. Continue. You should probably work on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like that, where it's like it's like Kim Kardashian. You know the name, but what what the fuck does she do? Uh huh. So it's like him. It's like you know my name. I have some movies, but it's not like you're you're holding up to the, the standard of like. I know this guy. He he makes great quality stuff. You're saying is he's not like Scorsese or Scorsese or fucking yeah. Like he he hasn't he has a well known name, but he hasn't produced anything like over the top. Or like this is such a great film. Like, or like James Cameron, the guy who made Avatar and shit. Like okay, like like think of it. You think of Quarantino. You think of all the movies he's done. It's like there's never really been a bad movie like that. True. Because but it's like with Snyder, you you think of like you know the name, but you don't think of anything that stands out to you like. Oh, this is, this is such a great movie. Then again, like I said, though, like Sucker Punch is the perfect example of when it looks beautiful. That's one of those so bad that it's good to me. Mm-hmm. Because well, like it knows like in one. my head, though, right? It knows it's it doesn't take itself seriously. Where this one, I feel completely tries to be a serious movie. Or am I thinking of it wrong? I thought of that a little bit also when watching this movie. Like this movie, like for some part, it tries to take itself serious, but some parts it doesn't take itself serious. Because, like, it tries to be a social commentary on our current situation with quarantining and shit, right? Yeah. It tries to be, like, the father-daughter story with Batista. Like, it tries to get you captivated into, like, Batista has caring. to kill his, you know, his own wife and whatnot. Like, try to, like, give you the motives, the background, and, like, try to get you involved, and, like, you know, feel for them and all that stuff. But in the end, it's, like... It failed in it, doing that. It failed in doing that because you you have something <laughs> to work off of, but you don't you don't like go more into it. Which, like I said, this just makes this movie not memorable. You'll watch it, have a good time, but after that, you're like, "What do you like about it?" That, I don't know. It's just fun to watch. That is true because we both kind of were like, "I don't even know what I don't like about it. I don't know what I liked about it. It was just kind of it was just there." Because it's like I remember the movie from the beginning to the end. Surprisingly. But it's just something that stands out and that's like super memorable. Like, oh, we, I want to talk about this. Yeah, it's just a regular heist movie. Like, all right, we go in, do what we got to do. You know, shit happens. Oh well, you know, it's expected, and then you get out. And then you get out, and you expect the ending you're gonna expect. So it's like you kind of already played it out a little bit. Because I mean, think of it like this: like if I ask you before you watch this movie, what did you expect the plot to be? What, what would you have said? Uh, guys running around shooting zombies, really over the top action scenes. I didn't even understand the plot from the trailer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So after seeing it, does that change, or is it still the same? No, or? it's the same movie. Like and, even with the forced attempt to try to be a little bit different with the alphas and shit, like they didn't explore that. There's no like, and even oh, when they mention that, the whole uh, pregnant zombie, like. The, the the male, like, king zombie or whatever, Zeus or whatever his name is, is like, upset about his, his, like, kid dying. But we don't know anything about how that the zombie kid was a thing or why it was a thing or anything like that. Are you saying we needed to see them banging? No. Oh. My thing is how the hell do zombies bang at all? So you had to see it is what I'm saying? No. Oh. I'm just saying... Like... You think it could have saved the movie if we saw some zombie <laughs> on zombie action? I'm saying, why was that even a thing in the movie? And why do you care? Uh, you're the one bringing it up. 
I, like, do you not think it's weird to have, that they added that? <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking with you, dude. <laughs> I know you are. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm trying to like, like. Of course, it's fucking weird. Are there not even zombies in that case? Because zombies are the living dead. Therefore, their organs and shit shouldn't be working. It shouldn't. Let alone a reproduction system. And then, like, because the, when I saw that, I was like, why is this even in the movie? Like, I guess it gives the zombie motive, but like, does a zombie really need a motive? It could. What, did it need more motive than his woman was dead? His partner, right? And and even then, why would a zombie need motive to kill if you, that's what a zombie is known for? You don't have to develop a zombie and be like, this zombie is killing for this reason. Why like, wouldn't there be like a hundred, like a thousand fucking zombie babies? Because if zombies can bang, they would all be banging. They would all. They wouldn't be the only kind. The only child. Right. Be and more. it's even weird because like he's like I find it weird how, he, like he he takes the kid out, holds it in his hand, and he's just like, it's dead. It's like that wasn't even part of it either. Like I don't even know why that was in there. So I'm like, it's just like this movie's just like, why'd you do this? What does this what does this mean? It it's just more nitpicking this movie. It's like I don't even know what to say anymore about this. It's like I'm over it. <laughs> I, it's just like I'm over it because it's like there's scenes where I'm just like, why was this in it? Why? Another thing. See, I'm just at this point I'm just playing gripes that I had this movie. He had a helmet. A metal helmet, and Whoa. they and they keep shooting his head. How, what? How does that make sense? Maybe you think you'd break the helmet. I'm sure after one shot, you see the bullet do nothing to it. I'm sure you would be like, "All right, I got to either shoot something else or do something well, else." Well, in the moment, like you know that shooting him anywhere else is going to do nothing. So in panic, wouldn't you just kind of keep trying to shoot the helmet? I mean, I guess, but like. I don't know. Maybe shoot his legs to kind of like make slow him, him down. slow him down. Or if I'm a military, if I'm a military trained mind, I should have that type of like awareness. But yeah, because it's like like I said, you clearly see he has a metal helmet. And even then, why does a zombie have a clear like a metal helmet? Like the only zombie that does. You figured at that point you would give all of them like metal. You know, you just gave them all metal helmets, bro. <laughs> like you could have done that. You could to be different from zombie movies. They all have metal helmets. Oh, whatever. that would have been so fucking cool, actually. Yeah. That's, like that's what I'm saying. Like this, this movie has so many golden tickets you could have used, but you dropped the ball. Because it's like, think about it. What other zombie movie would you have that have like metal helmets? Where like they were ready and they were act. That would have made me then more of a formidable opponent. It would have been made cause... you be like. It would have made you think like, oh, okay, well, zombie headshots don't don't matter then. Like, every zombie movie, shoot them in the head. Oh, they're dead. Well, hear me out. Like, have you ever seen the new Planet of the Apes movies? No. Oh, those are badass. So, have you seen the old ones? No. Do you understand the concept of the story? Yes. I know about it. Take over the planet. Yeah, I I know about it. I just never watched, like, the movies for it. So, the remakes are, like, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, and then War for the Planet of the Apes or some shit. Uh Uh-huh. And then the second one, Dawn, um, this is after, like, post-apocalyptic events or whatever and now apes they haven't even taken over the world they're just in the woods and people because of virus have like started to go extinct Uh so the way the apes introduce themselves to people the motherfuckers got are riding horses and carrying spears and they got like war paint all over their faces Mm -hmm. now that is different that actually makes them because say if like they had just like wandered out and climbed up to the fucking people, yeah, it'd be intimidating because they're apes. But it's something you know we've seen in other films and in the older Planet of the Apes movies. Yeah. But by the fact of them carrying spears, 
covered in war paint, kind Riding of Native American style, yeah. riding fucking horses, bro. It's like, oh, this is different. Like, imagine you see a, right now a monkey just passing by riding a horse right now. You'd exactly. be like, you'd be stopped and be like, yo, what the hell? This is a problem. But if but if you see a monkey just on a tree just swinging, it's like, okay, well, that's whatever. <laughs> that's kind of what happened with the zombies, is it not? They were kind of like, well, they're just doing what zombies do. You yeah. said they're different, but yeah, but they're just regular zombies reacting. You know, I guess how another zombie would react to like noise or whatever. And that's what I'm saying. Like, you could have put. I don't know, like, if they were smarter zombies or whatever. Like, it would have been cool, like you said, if they had, like, had helmets or something. Like military or, gear or something. Or, you know, like, I'm I'm sure they won't have access to that stuff. Or maybe they do because, like, people have to kill or whatever. But it's like, it would have been like, okay, we can't sh- just shoot them in the head now. You know, you got to think of something else to do. And you could have given me like, an idea of, like, do something different. Well, some. yeah, because the woman, the coyote lady, kept saying, no, no, these are different. You have no idea what these are like. And they ended up being exactly what they we thought they were like. And then that, that I feel like that only applied to like the king zombie. Yeah. And it's like like I said, if it was if it would have done that, it would have hold a different plot at that point, and they would have maybe do something better for the movie. It'd be like, oh, you know, it's memorable because the zombies are not like regular zombies. They're like they actually have like for whatever reason metal heads or whatever, and you can't shoot them in the head. They have to find a different way to kill them. That's right. So it's like. Like I said, this movie just something else. But guys, that's gonna end the portion of the podcast where we talk about this film, Army of the Dead by Zack Snyder, currently on Netflix, right? Currently on Netflix. So go check it out. But with that being said, we're gonna move on to the next part where we just kind of bullshit and see what happens. <laughs> let me let me keep crapping about this movie, actually. But no, so like like I said, what I looked up. Is completely in reference to Child's Play. So I've got nothing but, like, fun facts about dolls. Okay. And famous stories about dolls. Okay. So one that I found out, right, mm-hmm. is that in Japan, in the early 1900s, right, there was this kid. I don't know if he was a kid. Maybe a teenager or some shit. He was just out shopping in the market. Uh-huh. And he saw this doll he liked. He was like, hey, this looks like a little geisha, you know, with a little kimono. Like, shoulder-length hair. It's a little pale doll. Uh-huh. He's like, hey, my two-year-old sister would love this doll. So he buys it. And he takes it home, and he takes it to his do- to his sister. And his sister's name is Okiku, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, the the, the, do- the sister goes really attached to the doll. She takes it with her everywhere. Mm-hmm. And um, I think after a year or two, she comes down with yellow fever. And she dies. Uh-huh. So... I guess Japanese culture, they make shrines to you when you die in the house, right? As most people do, I guess. Like, pictures and shit, candles and whatnot. Yeah. And they stuck the doll on the shrine. And so, after the daughter died, they started to notice, like, poltergeist-like activity. Mm-hmm. Fucking lights flickering, stuff moving around the house or whatever. And um, they started to just associate it with the doll for some reason. So they were like, oh, but these people didn't get scared. They were like, oh, okay, this must be our daughter in the doll or whatever. Trying to talk to us or whatever. Yes. Uh-huh. And so a uh, creepy thing about this doll was that its hair actually started to grow. The length slowly grew over time. Uh-huh. And that was another supernatural thing that led them to believe that their daughter or sister or whatever was in this doll. Uh-huh. And so at some point... 
all right, so the family just kind of got used to it. They were like, we never felt threatened by this, so we're just going to live with this paranormal whatever's going on. And at mm-hmm. some point, they were like, all right, but we got to leave Japan now. We got to leave, but we don't want to take this doll with us because maybe that's, you know, the only connection she has to the land. Mm-hmm. So they give the doll to some museum in Japan that you can go and see now. Mm-hmm. And there's actually, like, a picture of her. And it's actually there still. It's like a doll with hair down to, like, it's waste or some shit now. Mm-hmm. And it looks terrifying. So the hair keeps growing constantly? Yeah. You want to see the fucking doll? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's funny to me. I know. What? That's a big nope, right, sir? That's... I'm assuming it's that one, right? I'm guessing. Because it's like, there's a couple of different ones over here. They all look vaguely similar, though. I, dude, I would not want that. Like, you wouldn't want that? I would not want that. I'm like... Are okay. you really, like, supernaturally? Or, like, paranoid about the shit? No. It's more of just, like... Why, why would I want that in my house? Because it's like, okay. With with your daughter. Mm-hmm. Bella. Um, do you... Whenever you go buy her toys or someone buys her a toy... Did you ever, like, think, nope, I'm not having this in my house because it looks too creepy? <laughs> oh, God, I'm six. So the laugh was really weird and forced, but yes. Because it's like, you're just like, <coughs> even if you're like, nothing happens or whatever, she's like, I don't want to, I don't want to run my house. Bro, my, uh, my sister, when we were kids, right, to be on the subject of dolls, even though I brought them up, was uh, fucking, she had this, like, there was these old Barbies, bro, that were, like, life-size, about this tall, and you could put regular clothes on them. I think I remember those. And they would be on this, like, circular, round, rotunda thing on wheels. But you could take them off, and, you know, their legs or whatever, you could move them. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I remember we used to keep it in the basement, because she got creeped out by the motherfucker, bro. And uh, so you'd go downstairs to change the clothes, and you just see this, like, fucking Barbie that's about this tall, just in the corner of the fucking room. And it just never felt right. That's what I'm saying. Like, stuff like, like it that. creeped you out. Stuff like that. It's like, it's not that it like, it's not more of like, oh, I think this good thing's going to haunt me or whatever. Well, it's no, more- no, no. It's, um, I looked up while I was researching, not researching, while I was just looking up shit about this. Do you know why people are inherently uncomfortable around dolls that like resemble people? No, why? Like, are you like that, by the way? Like, what do you mean? Like, it's uh, like <laughs> afraid of dolls? Not afraid, but do they just, does it like, does it kind of creep you out? No, it's more of like, as long as they don't look like creepy, I guess, yeah. then, then I'll, it's, it's whatever. Because like, think of it like, like for example, like whenever I close out my, my work and like pass by the toy section or whatever, like I don't get creeped out of the, like the, the dolls there because in, the, in the dark or whatever. It's more of like, if they look creepy and they start talking by themselves and it's like, okay, then yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna have this like in the house. Well, no, that's justifiable. Because it's like, as long as it's, you know, doesn't look creepy. Like, if I was to look at it in the corner right now and I see a dog and I don't get creeped out, it's fine. But if it's like, like with that, you see that in the corner and you're creeped out, I'm like, all right, I'm not, I'm not having this in my house anymore. Yeah. Because it's like, it's not, even though it's not nothing like supernatural going on or anything, it's just more of like, why am I going to get creeped out of my own house? Mm-hmm. You know? So, so it's like, with that, I, I thought about it and I'm like, if I, if I was to have a girl, it's like, 
type of dolls if she's into dolls type of dolls are what, what I'd be like okay that's fine or be like no, so you gotta give like the okay for the toy she's gonna get <laughs> I'm like I ain't about to have no doll talking in the middle of the night or no doll moving around just by itself or like some creepy looking doll in the house like no I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that like you just said it yourself that like, you, you you do that too where yeah. you che- where you check the doll and you're like this, this is kind of creepy <laughs> nah, that's what it is but yeah. they, you have all this stuff still <laughs> I mean, come on. Those are cool, though. <laughs> those are action figures, action, man. Action figures? Yeah. Action figures. Yeah, I know. Nah, but yeah, so I think I read that, like, because some people are very susceptible to, like, when you're looking at a doll that's made to look like a person, your brain's trying to process that, like, it's a person. this isn't a person, but your brain is, like, tricking you low-key. Like, it doesn't look right, though. Like, there's something wrong with that person. But we know it's an inanimate inanimate object. Yeah. So that's why some people get bothered by it. I mean, I guess it makes sense because it's like, it's like with that doll, like you mentioned. If you see a doll about, like, this tall. Yeah, like the one. In the corner. First thing, like, say you're walking down in the basement. You know, you got to turn your light on. Say, you know, you don't get to turn it on at the very top. You have to go down and actually turn it on. You see that in the corner of your eye, you're going to think it's a human being. It's shaped like a person, has a face like a person, but it doesn't move. And it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, and you turn on your light and like, oh, it's a doll. But your instinct is going to be like, what the fuck is that in the corner? Like, you're going to be like, is that someone hiding? Is that like a ghost? Or, you know, because it's shaped like something that, you know, you're familiar with. So it's like, I I get that. Because, I mean, I'd be the same way, to be honest, then. Because, like, if you got a doll that looks exactly like you... Like, would you not be freaked out? Oh, fuck yeah, dude. That's terrifying. Exactly. So it's like, I think it's just a... I think it's more of a common thing. Because, I mean, I'm sure there's people that they're that like... Like, like people that are, like, super into, like, Chucky dolls and stuff like that. Like, they have them all in their house and everything. And it doesn't even bother them. But it's because they're into that. But to other people, it's like... Oh, this is freaky as fuck. Yeah, other like, people, it's like... Hell, oh. some people, this shit might creep out. Like, specifically the fucking face I have on that book up there. My yeah. daughter's terrified of it. Because it's like, they're, like, I, I see this and I'm like, eh, whatever. But if you like, you'd want me to start having like a doll and everything in here, like a Chucky doll or whatever, like, if, like I would be like, all right, it's kind of a little creepy. So, so I get that. I, that, that I understand. Like this, like that, I'm not scared of that. Like, but if well, it was no. like more realistic looking, like more creepy looking, then it'd be like, <laughs> getting the pants of that shot. Um. It would, then it'd be like, you know, I'll be a little like, okay, I'll be a little crypt out. All right. Well, on the subject of dolls, right? I looked up this thing because I listen to creepy pastas in my spare time sometimes, and uh-huh. I heard this one, and uh, it always stuck with me. It's called uh, "How to Play Hide and Go Seek Alone." I think I've heard of it, but it's probably been forever. This is also another Japanese story, I believe. Uh huh. Gone. So I want to explain to you the rules of how to play hide and go seek alone. I want you to tell me at what point you bow out. Okay. So say you're coming over, we're kids, right? And I'm like, hey, Alex, I want to play a game. You're like, okay. Uh-huh. What are we going to do? <laughs> Just seeing your reaction to that is funny. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you want to play a game? <laughs> you want to play a game, bro? We're kids, though, in this scenario. Yeah, right, I know, dude? I know. Fuck with you. So the first thing I tell you, I'm like, all right, first we got to find a stuffed doll with limbs. But not a human doll, because if we get a human doll, there's a chance that the ghost might stay inside of the doll. When we say ghost, I'm like, I'm already out. No, no, no. The spirit. All right, the spirit. 
anything. And you think I'm full of shit, so you're like, all right, yeah, whatever. Yeah, okay. No, yeah. like right now, right now, I'd be like, when we say anything about interacting with anything, I'm like, all right, no, I'm not doing yeah, it. Yeah, no, no. But it's like as a kid, I'm like, Tell yeah, me, like, like, as a kid, do you think when you're like, all right, yeah, fuck this. Like, okay, well, yeah. Okay, so now we got the stuffed doll with limbs that's not a per that doesn't look like a human doll. Okay. Now we need rice. We're Mexican, we got a fuck ton of it. Rice everywhere. Cool, cool. And now we need something from your body, okay? Pube, mustache hair, a fingernail. A little iffy, but I'm like, all right, nothing too. Okay, and we need a sharp-edged object. Because, you know, if the spirit decides to bite back, we got to be able to stab it, okay? Where are we getting a knife? Who knows, but okay. In the kitchen, anywhere. All right. We need salt water or just salt. Okay. And we need red thread. Very specific. And uh, a bathtub with water. And uh, a sanctuary so we can hide. Because it's hide and seek. Duh. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so first we're going to cut the doll open. Take all the stuffing out and just fill the motherfucker up with rice to the seam. Okay. We're going to put it in through its ass because I think that'd be funny. <laughs> okay. Okay. And then we got to wait till 3 a.m. So we got to wait till your folks are asleep, of course. Okay. All right. Now we got to turn off all the lights in the house, but only leave the TV on. Okay. Now, once it's three, we're going to take the doll into the bathroom and repeat the word. First tagger is my name or your name. We'd probably use your name because I'd be too scared to try it on myself. So you'd be along for the ride and we'd 100% use your name. Okay. And we'll say it three times. So then we'll place the doll in the bath. And we'll walk away into another room, but we can't look back. Because if you look back, you might see the ghost, and it might be already done. So we can't look back. Okay. All right. Now. So we close the restroom door. Oh, we go back. And we tell it, found you. Kind of like, you're it, bitch. Mm -hmm. So now, the ghost knows that I'm it. Or you're it. Okay. And now we go hide. And apparently, it's supposed to, like, look for us. Okay. You're still in. I've been out since a long time ago, but I just, I just want to keep going with this. <laughs> <laughs> I've been were out, you out for, bro? I've been out. Let me, tell me, what part were you out? If I was to be how, like, my childhood was, I would probably would have been out the moment he asked me for something for my body. From your body? Yeah, because I'm like, this is kind of weird. So if I was like, I just need like a hair, Be one like, strand of hair. Okay, maybe if it's like hair, I'm like, okay, but whatever. I think whenever you talked about a sharp object, I'd have been like, yeah, you know, no, this seems like it could be dangerous. That or the moment we start stabbing the doll or like cutting it open. I'm like, what the hell? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, yeah. And you got to put salt water in your fucking mouth. So that the spirit can't get inside of you instead of the doll. Is this now or is this the step that you skipped? This is the step that I skipped. That's why you need the salt water. Oh. <laughs> okay, and then so it was it was your turn and then what was the next? Okay. We're in our hiding spot, right? We go find the ghost saying it found you. Then it's the other person's turn, right? Well now the ghost thinks that were it so it has to come find us okay 
So we go and hide, right? Uh-huh. Two little boys hiding. I made mean, it sound very weird. And we want to remain silent when we're hiding. Uh-huh. If the doll finds you, it will stab you with the object you stabbed it with. Oh, yeah, because we stabbed it when we found it. Uh-huh. Okay? And it will possibly possess us. So we need to keep the salt water near us at all times. That was in your mouth. Hmm? That was in your mouth. Yeah. So just don't swallow it, right? Exactly. Okay. Salt water tastes nasty. Yeah. So, to end the ritual, get out of your hiding spot. Find the doll. It may not be in the bathroom because, you know, it moved around on its own. Got mm-hmm. bored. Yeah. And then you drink the salt water. Oh, so you do drink it. Oh, well, there you go. Pour the remaining salt water around the doll in a circle as well. And then close your eyes and shout out, I win, three times. Now the spirit and the doll will give up and the game ends. And you must dispose of the doll by burying it with salt. Otherwise, the spirit will attempt to re-enter the doll. <laughs> yes. And then you eat the Chipotle burrito that your girl is holding off camera. That magically floats over here. Oh, exactly. She, she should have thrown it over here. But yeah, so what do you think? Did you give it a shot? You believe in that kind of shit? I haven't experienced it, so I can't say I believe it. But I, I'm not going to say that I, it, it's not a thing. It's more of like I need to see it to believe it, but I don't know if I want to see it to believe it. You know? Yeah. So it's like... I don't know. I just haven't experienced it, so I can't be like, yeah, I believe in it or not. But I don't know if I will ever want to. But That reminds me of like that Charlie Charlie shit. You remember that trend that was like online? Yeah, the one with like the little pencil and the pencils. And I mean, shit. that 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 wasn't anything like like that, where it was like, hey, you know, I'm uh, supernatural. It's more of just, oh, the, I don't know, like the, the wind blew the pencil or whatever, you know. So you think that one was like full on bullshit? Yeah, like that one just like because if you you did, I thought there was whole articles about that being like real like demonic shit. I mean. You're gonna read anything about anything that involves like stuff like that on the internet. Like you news is gonna make like, it. News are gonna gonna make it like oh it's demonic or oh people committed suicide because of it or stuff like that. But I mean, so you think that could be called like an urban legend or something? I don't know about being an urban legend, but I would just think more of which people were like something's a trend. Big old crock of shit. Because it's like I mean, did you believe in that? Probably not. Exactly. So it's like it's not nothing that make you like, oh, this could be real. Because mm-hmm. like with that, it'd be like, I wouldn't really want to necessarily try it to find out. But as a Charlie thing, it's just like, oh, it's, the pencil's gonna spin around. Would you do that one? I think I've done it before with like a uh, maybe school with a friend or something, or they did it and I was there. I don't remember. Because it's like I, I, it's just a pencil just spinning. Just like, oh, it fell on this side. Okay. That's like uh, the people that do like the Bloody Mary thing. Yeah, like you go in the bathroom, say three times. <laughs> if it happens, something happens. Oh, cool. You ever tried that? I've never tried that before. Yeah. Would you? Mm, I don't know. Unlike a dare? I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't. I'm kind of leaning towards not, but it's like. I feel like I'm kind of wasting my time at that point. <laughs> 
what if you were like at a bar, right? And you're with this chick, and she was like really drunk. And she was like, "Let's go to that restroom and do stuff." And then you get in the like restroom with her, and she's all like, "Hold on, before we do anything, I have to do this every time." What the hell? And she's like, "You got to do it with me in unison. That's the only way." I'd be like, "I don't feel comfortable. I'm leaving." <laughs> <laughs> That's the one situation where they probably get me. I'd be like, "Okay." You were like, "Okay." I don't know what's going on, but okay. I'd like say bloody hairy though, so it couldn't get me. I was like, if a girl took you to the bathroom and said, I do this every single time, I need you to do it with me. I don't know what I would be like. What's going on here? How often do you do this? How often do you do this and what's going on? Because it's like, I don't know. Like I said, dude, it's like, it's those things where you, you know, you're not against it because it might be true. But you're not too sure because you haven't experienced it, but you don't really want to experience it because you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Because it's supernatural. You, you, don't know. you don't know what's going to happen. So it's like doing stuff like that. I'm like, depending, I guess, on what, how, what will happens or what will happen or what could happen, I guess it depends on if I would or not. Like that, if some doll is going to start chasing me around trying to stab me, I'm like, why would I want to do that to myself? Well, maybe because you don't believe it and you want to just like prove that it's bullshit. I mean, at that point, it's you're going in as an objective of, like, I want to prove this is not true. Compared to, like, someone's going to go, like, oh, I want this for fun. Like, I want to see if this is real or not. Like, not to prove Yeah, that. I don't know who would think that'd be fun. I was just saying, like, not to prove to, like, hey, this is fake. Like, this is just, you know, this is bullshit. But it's more of, like, I want to do this because I believe it could be true and it'd be fun. And, like, let's let's see what happens, you know? Like, at that point, you're, like, I, I don't know about that. Because it's, like... Why would you want to do that to yourself? That's what I'm saying, bro. I wouldn't. But that's anybody. Like, why would you want to conjure up a spirit with fucking pencils? I guess people are just into it, I guess. Why would you want to waste your fucking light bill on, you know, trying to see if there's some <laughs> lady in an outfit fucking in the restroom? <laughs> are you paying bills? Like, if I'm not getting a hand job, I'm not doing it. <laughs> Goes to the hand job. Then you do it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then I'm like, all right, you got uh, me. All right, you got you me. Got me. We'll, try, we'll try it. But, Alex, with that being said, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap this one up. All right. Appreciate you for being here, man. I think this is episode 26, possibly. Something like that. Maybe 25. You don't even know. I've lost track because there's so many. 